One trait that all good leaders should have in common is celebrating others and moving the spotlight away from themselves and onto other people. And celebrating others starts before you have a platform to share, before you have a huge following, before you have any of that. Celebrating others starts with the simple but often misunderstood idea of inner confidence. In this episode, we're going to dive into what inner confidence looks like, some ways that we can begin to cultivate it, and then how we can harness that inner confidence to pour into others and celebrate them. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Borenstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So let's begin by exploring the question of why we should want to celebrate others in the first place. That's an easy answer, in my opinion. I don't think that people are celebrated enough. Most people aren't told that they're doing a great job, that someone is proud of them, or that they're appreciated. And being told that we're appreciated is critical. I know we all have different personality types and different love languages, but I will go toe-to-toe with someone who doesn't agree with me that appreciation is universally appreciated, for lack of a better word. A few episodes back, I shared a phrase that guides me through a ton of life and a ton of life's interactions, and it's that everyone has a sign on their forehead that says, make me feel important. Or in other words, actually tell me that you appreciate something about me. And also a few episodes back, I urged us all to start leading, not like we have all the time in the world, but more with the attitude that life is fleeting. So we definitely don't need to wait for the perfect opportunity to thank someone or procrastinate sending the note of gratitude or congratulations. We need to celebrate one another. It makes a big impact in most people's lives to be celebrated. And it's also a fulfilling thing to do as the person giving out the appreciation and as the person putting the spotlight on someone else. But there are a couple of things that get in the way of that and can hold us back. Uh, It starts with calm and ends in parison. It's our favorite word, comparison. And also things, you know, like a little bit of jealousy, greed, and ultimately a lack of inner confidence. Ideally, we all want to strive for the type of inner confidence where we don't personally need the appreciation. We don't need the recognition. We don't need the spotlight. We don't even need anyone to commend what a job well done we just did. That is how comfortable with ourselves we should aim to be. And Of course, it's wonderful to still get all of those things, but it shouldn't be where we're going for validation. I think that's the best way for me to put it. And then putting all of this into a lens of leadership, what is the first part of servant leadership? Service, right? Service to others, celebration of others. So let's get into what inner confidence looks like. I've mentioned before my idea of quiet, calm confidence, and I would say that that's pretty synonymous with inner confidence, but... I've also never heard anyone else refer to confidence that is quiet and calm. So I'm pretty sure I just made that one up, but I will try and paint a better picture just so that we're all on the same page. 
I do want to be clear, however, that confidence is not easy. Well, maybe it is for some people, but it certainly has not always been easy for me. And I think there is a massive facade going around that makes us get tricked into believing that, you know, confidence is maybe wearing less clothing. You know the saying, if you've got it, flaunt it, right? Uh, That's completely false. Inner confidence isn't wearing less clothing, actually. Uh, It isn't even wearing more clothing. It's wearing your character and your heart as your most important clothing because when you walk into a room, heads will turn curious to get to know your unique and bubbly personality. Or ears will want to listen to what you have to say. Or maybe nobody will notice you, but you are so sure of yourself that that doesn't bother you one bit. This actually makes me think of the verse in the Bible, Proverbs 31, 25, that says, Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. Strength and dignity are her clothing. Strength and dignity are our clothing. It's not what is on the outside at all. So I will actually just pick on myself a little bit here too. I generally put a little bit too much stock into things that I know are superficial. So I want for Drew to find me beautiful on the inside and also on the outside. And he he does for both of those. I'm very thankful. But he is also pretty intentional in making sure that I knew and know still that from the very beginning of our dating, engagement, marriage, that it was what he found beautiful on the inside of me, my heart personality, dreams, character, values that made a difference for him. And the outer beauty is just the cherry on top or the icing on the cake, so to speak. So knowing that, I would do well to place my confidence more on what's on the inside than what's on the outside. And I think that you listening to this, I might not even know you personally yet. I would love to, but I might not yet. I already know that you have that inner beauty and I already know that you have that cherry on top outer beauty too. But the difference is in which one of those we will place our confidence. In the one that's fleeting and might get a zit every once in a while and ebb and flow. Some days you feel good about how you look, other days you're lacking confidence. Or in the one that's forever, the one that can be really honed and refined like a piece of metal or something worked on, crafted to be pure and lovely and strong. And that is for you to decide, completely your decision, which one of those you choose to pursue. But I'll give you a spoil alert from my many lessons learned the hard way that inner confidence is the way to go. If not, then yes, we pave the way for comparison and I don't even have to explain this to you for you to know exactly what I'm referencing. It's, you know, she looks better than I do. He's faster than me. She's got it all together. She interviews better than I do. He always looks pulled together. Her grades are perfect, blah, 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 blah. Like I could literally keep going forever. We've all done it. But if I have even the tiniest fraction of a feeling like I should compare myself to anyone else, my knee-jerk reaction to their having more success is not going to be for me to celebrate them even though it should be. I won't want to celebrate others when I'm dissatisfied with where I am and longing to be further along towards my goals of being more successful. I won't want to celebrate others if I'm looking at them and wishing I looked like them or acted like them or had any of their skills. I won't want to celebrate others if I see them as my competition. That's a huge one. And I totally get it. The world can seem small 
and things are extremely competitive. So it might not seem like there's enough success to go around, but there is. In 2019, there were 7.674 billion people in the world. That's big enough that neither of us, neither you nor I, can wrap our heads around a number that big. But if that's the size of the pie that we're dealing with, then I promise there are enough slices for you to get yours too. Related to this actually is in the episode right before this one, the Q&A with Darren Dahlem. If you haven't listened to it, it's great. She really was amazing and she gave the best advice, but I really appreciated how she painted an accurate picture of how cultivating this type of inner lasting confidence for her did not happen overnight. It took time, but it was definitely worth it for her journey. She talks about how she didn't look like the Miss Arkansas that had gone before her, and instead of team captain of the cheerleading team and popular, she was the school mascot, and she came in last every time she ran for student council. She's a little bit clumsy, and she actually shared the story of running into somebody pretty prominent on stage, and she just went through this incredible journey of learning to love that and place her confidence in things that are more important and stop comparing. And I promise you all that she has harnessed that and learned to use that inner confidence to celebrate others. I've watched her genuinely celebrate, congratulate, and cheer on other competitors of hers, like people that she's competing with. She's cheering them on and other peers in the Miss America competitions. It's really, really cool. And next, I want to talk about a few ways that we can cultivate that type of confidence. And then after that, some ways to intentionally celebrate others. So a few ways that we can cultivate confidence. First, I found a really great list of ways to cultivate confidence, actually, from a Forbes article. I'm linking it in the show notes. Um, So I read that before making this. Go read that. They have, I think, 10 ways to build your confidence. Really, really great. So borrowing a few of those and making them my own, the first way we can cultivate confidence is by doing something and getting something done. So sometimes we feel kind of blah, sort of not in a good groove, not feeling super on top of the world because we just don't feel accomplished at all. And sometimes all it takes is a little satisfying check off the to-do list. I know you guys know what I mean. I mean, sometimes, actually, side tangent, sometimes I will write something down on my to-do list even though I've already done it just so that I can check it off. I don't know if you do that too, but anyway, sometimes all it takes is that satisfying check off the to-do list to give us a tiny little pep in our step. That's all we need, and then we get our mind right, we get back on track. So find something simple but meaningful so that you can do it, and then just check it off. Um, Something else that has helped me here too is, I think you all have heard me at this point talk about my favorite planner, My sister designed it and it's incredible and I am not just saying that because she's my sister. It really is amazing, but it's got this cool box on each daily agenda page that's designed for my priority of the day. Singular. Priority, not priorities. The one thing that if I get nothing else done in that day, I can feel accomplished if I get that one thing done. And that's helped me a lot to still feel that sense of a job well done even when the day's gotten out of hand. The second way to cultivate your confidence is by tracking and journaling. So our minds have a way of seeing things how we want to see them. So if you have certain health goals, record the weights that you're starting with if you're you're lifting weights or record your very first run time. Be brave and take that little picture smiling in the mirror so that you can have the before. The before for anything 
is more important than the after, in my opinion. It doesn't matter so much where you go as long as you end up having something to look back on to be proud of how far you've come. So that way, when your mind tries to tell you otherwise, you can gently remind it that actually you have a lot to be proud of and a lot to be confident in. On that note, also movement and exercise seriously does help with confidence. I think that that's got to do with pumping blood and just how our bodies are wired to work. So I would add that as the third way to cultivate confidence. Just move, get outside. And fourth, go for something scary. Take a leap. It definitely builds our confidence if we do something that we have hesitations about just because we do it. It builds our confidence muscle no matter the outcome of the situation. So my advice would be to kind of get your mind right and get to a centered place of being okay no matter the outcome before you take the leap of faith. So that way you feel great regardless of how well it ends up going. And the fifth way to cultivate this type of confidence is to do what's right. I know that we all tend to have our own viewpoints, political opinions, all that jazz, but I actually don't think anyone disagrees on what is right and what is wrong. We think we do, but I'm a firm believer that we all have gut instincts that tell us deep down whether we should or should not be doing something. And of course, we all make mistakes. That goes without saying. But a lot of the time, it's just a matter of whether we listen to that gut feeling that says, hey, you should do this, or hey, you shouldn't do this. So, you know, if you see a piece of trash littered in the park and you think to yourself, hmm, I should pick that up and put it in the trash can, then follow through with it. And I know that that sounds a little goofy, but I really do believe that, that our confidence is built when we know that we try our best and we know that we put our best foot forward and we know that we try our best to do the right thing. I could go on and on. If you want more, go to that article. But the five ways that I just listed to cultivate our confidence were one, doing something and getting it done. Check something off your list. Two, tracking and journaling. So that way you have a before because that's so much more important than the after. Three, move around, exercise, be outside. Four, Go do something scary, take a leap, and divorce yourself from the outcome. Five, try your best to do what's right. Hey, you guys, I'm just going to quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me. Each and every review, I love it and I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful from the very bottom of my heart. That is not an understatement. And let's keep going. But how to channel your newfound inner confidence into celebrating others is really the crux of this episode because celebrating others is the part that we are specifically tying into servant leadership. So what are some just fun, tangible ways that we can celebrate others? One, we can send a card. Buy a pack of 10 cards from the store that just says, hi, or you're awesome or something and just send one a week to one friend or family member or or whoever and just say, hey, you know, I see you, I appreciate you. So you can, you can send a card. Two, you can go a little bit bigger than a card and you can send flowers. Three, when a friend starts something new that might or might not be something that you're personally interested in, share it, support them. 
Shout it from the rooftops. I remember when I started this podcast, I felt so loved and celebrated and encouraged when I launched the podcast by friends and family that shared it. It doesn't take much. It just takes a little bit of celebration. Four, when someone comes to you excited about something, mirror their excitement. Sometimes that's hard, you know, whether you're kind of like wondering, why are you excited about this? Or maybe your mind is just distracted with something else. Try your best to mirror their excitement. Five, text one person each day in the morning just to tell them that you think that they're doing a great job at their job, their craft hobby that you see on social media, the new Etsy shop they started, at being a friend, at balancing life, whatever. Tell them that you think they're doing a great job. And six, you can pray for them. So if you pray, then this one isn't an outward transfer of celebration, but I think it does a lot of good, especially in the specific situation where maybe someone else is enjoying success that you wish you had. To pray for them, that they would be blessed and successful and amazing and love what they're doing, I think that that really just helps us surrender to be able to celebrate them. So one more time, we can celebrate others by sending a card, sending flowers, sharing when a friend starts something new, mirroring other people's excitement, texting one person a day, and praying for people when we feel like we need a little bit of an extra boost to be able to celebrate them genuinely. This is a small list, but I hope it jogs some ideas for you as you try to be more intentionally celebrating others this week and further on. And remember that celebrating others is a critical habit to get into if you've got your sights set on developing yourself into a servant leader, into a leader capable of real change at the heart and head levels of others. And not that it's about you or me, because it is servant leadership, but a cool part about celebrating others is that, and we all kind of just know this intuitively, is that it comes back around to us as more positivity in our lives. It's fulfilling, it's rewarding, and it brings us happiness to celebrate others. But if you have a hard time with that and you find yourself comparing a lot or kind of wishing in the back of your mind that Susie Q didn't get the promotion because you really wanted it for yourself, then maybe we need to revisit where we're placing our confidence and just try a few small tasks that get us out of our comfort zone and into an inner confidence zone. If you struggle with confidence, you are not alone. It's a real tough one. And social media, I feel like I always pick on social media all the time on this podcast, but it really is a major double-edged sword. Social media has led a lot of us to idealize what is really a very superficial quote-unquote confidence. And I say that because it isn't confidence, in my opinion. The girl who walks into a room dressed like a model might seem confident, but we know that's not true. We've all heard the stories of the insecurities people struggle with behind the walls that they present to the rest of the world. So that is not confidence. But anyway, I am really excited for us all to take one step closer towards a lasting confidence, towards a quiet, calm, inner confidence, and then to channel that towards celebrating others. I'm really, truly very excited about this, about all of us starting to celebrate one another more in a more genuine, raw, and authentic way. So on that note, I am proud of you. I think you are doing amazing things. You are full to the brim with potential, and I'm so thankful that you're diving deeper into all aspects of your leadership because our world needs more leadership. 
and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe, and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be. Bye.